All right, so here we are. Uh, we're back with another pod. I'm with longtime listener, second time caller, first time airing AJ Mains. Uh, he was supposed to be on the podcast a long time ago when we talked about Denver, and then the podcast never came out because I only had two people's audio. But anyway, I'm glad to have you on the podcast. Uh, Introduce yourself a bit, because I know you have your own podcast, and we're going to talk Denver. We're going to talk a few things, but tell the people who you are, because no one got to hear from you a couple of years ago. Yeah. So my name is Andrew. I've been yeah, I've been listening a long time. I've always been into the conspiracy stuff, and especially growing up in Denver, you hear about it all. You know, I was born around the same time DIA was getting into action, so I was always heard about it, and I stumbled across you guys during all the COVID stuff, and was listening then and i know we we had a great time recording the first pod and and i'll follow yeah, up since and we've always messaged back and forth and random topics and facebook fans and stuff like that so um but yeah andrew colorado native now i live in texas after a couple of changes similar to your changes you went through and here we are living life now Nice, man. And yeah, we were going to talk Denver and it's pretty, I don't know, I feel like if you go two years ago now, it's like everyone wants to be a conspiracy theorist. Well, not everyone, but it's like more cool to be a conspiracy theorist. So I'm sure most people have heard of Denver and that whole conspiracy. So we're going to do a little something different this pod. I was kind of telling Andrew behind the scenes, dude, before the show, just I'm tired. It's tiring podcasting sometimes, like finding guests, lining it up, and then or just staying on top of everything you see in retarded news and, and researching stuff. So I said, look, dude, let's just get together. Let's talk. We know we can talk Denver. We don't have to do a full-blown research. Most people know about it if you're into conspiracies, but you had some cool stories that other people probably never heard. And then, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit NFL. I know you're really into NFL, and there's more and more talk about that just being rigged. But, yeah, let's get into it. Like I ask a lot of people all the time, do you, do you have a red-pilling moment? Do you have something that kind of made you start questioning things the way, I guess, conspiracy theorists or truthers do? Uh, I mean, yeah, so I've always kind of been, I've always just questioned everything and my parents always hated it growing up because if something didn't make sense, I'm asking questions. Like when they say I can't do so, you know, I say why? And they say, cause I said so. I'm like, well, that doesn't add up just cause you said so. What's the reason, you know? So that, that kind of started. And then, uh, we had a, we lived in Colorado Springs outside of the Air Force base there, which is, you know, that's where like the NORAD stuff is and everything. So you hear people talking about it. So I was Grew up with a pretty good awareness of it. Um, but I'd say like my biggest red pill moment where I started deep diving into it was right around when the Trump stuff started coming out, when he first started running. And my family, Colorado, is a pretty red state up until, you know, just the last, you know, really seven, eight years or so. And so my family always voted Republican. We loved guns, everything, and kind of raised on that standard. But then every, they're telling me how good Trump is. And then everything I saw on the TV, because I was in high school just coming out, was how bad Trump is, how racist he is. And I didn't understand why my family's saying so much of wood thing. And everything I'm hearing on the news is different. So I started deep diving on it. And I was like, they're playing us. And that's really when I kind of got awakened to start not trusting the media, 
start really digging the conspiracies, going against the narrative. That was kind of the wake up call for me. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, so and I could, all my <laughs> you could well, all my friends they're um, and I'm in the what now? No, no, keep going. I was just going to say something about COVID, but your friends and shit, say that. Oh, I was going to say, all my friends that are, you know, we're in that age group where they're kind of easily persuaded. You know, a lot of them went to college and got indoctrinated and stuff like that. So it was really hard to go against the grain. Everything is pushing one direction. And it just kind of makes you stop and think once you look back, like, why is everything going this way? And from there, it's a, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't like say a slippery slope because I think it's a positive you. slope, but. Yeah. No, they I mean, truly do. See it. They want conformity. They want everyone to just that peer pressure, I think. And they treat you like cattle. They treat you like they want you weak. They want you dependent. And one thing about this journey I haven't even talked about too much is the more I'm just thinking and seeing what's going on, it's how important it is to have better food sources. Maybe take some of the control of it on your own. And you were just saying you're driving around. Maybe you're moving out to the country. I think, and I think I said this on the podcast like a year or two ago. I think, I think you're going to see people want to leave the cities. Maybe not everyone, but I think people are going to want to move out and get away from the cities eventually. But anyway, but is that what you're doing a little bit, looking out in the country? Yeah. So that was the move. So Denver, I mean, so I like I lived in the Springs uh, for quite a bit. And then uh, we grew up outside of Wheat Ridge, Colorado, Golden Wheat Ridge area. So it's just outside of Denver. And the city started getting so bad when they started legalizing all the drugs. You see needles yeah, in the yeah, streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The homeless population got so bad and so violent Every that you can't walk downtown is. anymore. It's it, it basically, yeah, you you know, you're, you're copy and paste liberal city stuff that you do. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and so during the COVID stuff, I actually got threatened by the Jefferson County Health Department for a $10,000 fine for hosting um, a little Trump rally at an open park. And that was my cue to start looking to get out because I wasn't about to hmm. deal with that. They were trying to get, take me to court, make me pay a fine. And I was, you know, a kid, I was early twenties and the $10,000, I was like, what is going on? And then I got, you know, I had a good job with a wireless company for a long time and I made good money and they put me on a final for not taking the shot, which went along. That was Denver's policy is you had to have the shot to go into certain areas. So I couldn't go into all the locations that I had under my job. And so I told my dad, we, we came to Texas to visit some friends one summer on the 4th of July. And he told us he was considering moving and asked if me and my brothers would consider going with them as a family. if We all decided to, and I told him I'd been thinking about it. So we took a trip out, looked at some houses and that was in July. And on uh, January 1st, we were both driving out here together and we both got our own houses and, we, now we live uh, about 50 miles outside of Dallas in the country. And I think we're looking to even maybe move a little farther and buy some land as a family and each build our own house on there. I think it's the nice. best way to go now. You know, people used to do that a lot more. So you can't, more you can't get far enough from the city. Yeah, yeah. But I've been reading more about homesteads and plots of lands. And I think that was more common. Like families would have a huge plot of land and each people would have, each little family unit would have their own little house on the land and they would kind of work the land. And that's kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, man, back in my day, I used to get the cops called on me for having keg parties, not for having political parties. Like 
if you had a political party at my age, you were a geek. Like no, no one was calling the cops on you. Like how times have changed, eh? Like you, you talked about Trump, but Trump, I don't know, man. Like he's such a polarizing figure, even amongst conspiracy theorists, because it's so black and white. It's either he's a good guy or he's a bad guy. Like that's the way conspiracy theorists look at it. And now he's selling Trump sneakers. Like the people love him right now. Like versus the media still hates him, but everyone still loves him. What are your thoughts on Trump? Well, he's actually, so my inner conspiracy theorist, I was talking to my cousin. She, uh, she likes to bounce ideas off of me because she knows that I've always got an opinion on something. And she, I was, you know, I've always backed, Trump and I will say personally, my life was better when he was running the country. So everything seemed to be going smooth until the you know the scamdemic hit. And I told her, I said, "Look, I like Trump, but I get weary of it when celebrities who are on record hating him are now starting to support him." And I'm starting to think, "Why is the narrative flipping?" Otherwise, you it's always like a have narrative flip. Maybe yeah. it's common sense that maybe they. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe they, they woke up, up and they were like, "Okay, maybe sense. I should give you that again." But uh, I've been watching. But maybe they're controlled and trying to push that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I've been watching this Gene Ho guy talk a lot, and he's with George Magazine, uh, which is linked to all the JFK stuff, lots of conspiracies. And he's even been saying, like, look, if you control the narrative, you can, like, you can basically tell what these people what to do. So, and even if you go back, like, way back when uh, the George Bush funeral, when they got the white envelopes, everyone talks about blackmail. But what if people got white mailed? And now they're just being told what to do. So maybe for years they were told to pit against him. And now this whole sort of plan, this whole script, it's real. It's not real. I don't know. It's like people being told, I can see it, people being told to flip. And I don't even watch a lot of news anymore. I'm just like, oh, I can't, I can't. I know it's so fake. But it's like, you can see, I know what you're saying. Like the script, it's like too good. And then he goes to court. And he's got to pay like what three hundred million dollars, and then then a week later he sells out sneakers and makes way more money. Three hundred and fifty like... for a victimless crime. Yeah, even the banks that they're saying that he frauded are saying they still want to do business with him because the banks didn't even lose any money. Yeah, and he just like, so you're like, what is going on? Here? Like a billion dollars worth of shoes. Like it's like what, it was like a slap <laughs> yeah. in the face almost. But but I mean, it shows them how how crazy some of these libtards are. Are they're just they're not even thinking straight. They're just vindictive. I follow other things like prophecy, and there are prophecies and conspiracy. I don't know if you want to call it conspiracy. That very soon we're going to see corruption, like the bribes that even this last judge you know, giving this ruling against Trump that this stuff is going to leak out somehow. And you're going to see why these people are so against them because they're being bribed. They're being blackmailed as well. And then maybe some people are being white mailed. I don't know. It's just crazy freaking times, but this Gene home guy, he was pretty out there and he was, he's connected to Trump. He keeps saying like, well, you can, the future can prove the past if you control the narrative. But then you have to ask all these things, like there's real bad things happening still on Earth, like Hawaii, like the dues and all this other stuff. There's illegals coming in your country and you're in Texas. Like, what are the stories? Like, how bad is it down there with illegal immigrants coming across? Like, this stuff is actually happening. Well, I mean, it's we're seeing less issues now because uh, it's so much media coverage and stuff. So they're actually doing something. But 
you have to question why, like, our Governor Abbott waited so long to finally do something, and now he's taking a stand and, you know, shipping, you know, busloads of migrants to all these sanctuary cities and everything, and it's getting backlash towards Texas and stuff. Like, so we're on the, along the southern border, you see a lot of the crime, and some of the inner city stuff, you see a lot of crime, but not a lot with, like, the illegal immigrants, because I feel like they're coming in through the southern border, but they're not sticking around here. They're, they're, they already have an agenda of where they're going. And it's pretty spread out across the whole country. Exactly. So, like, you see it. It's all the military-age men. You see all the videos where they're lined up and they say, where are you going? New York, Kentucky, Florida. They already know. They got an agenda. They got a cell phone lined up. That's the crazy thing about it, though. Everyone always says that. (laughs) Military-aged men. And then a lot of people always say, oh, okay. Like, what's going to happen? Is there going to be a false flag attack because of these people? Like, who are they? Are they, are they militia of something? But what if they are being, what if they really are military and they're being controlled? But it's more of like to, to help wake people up. Like, I don't know. That would be crazy too. Like, but then they go into the sanctuary cities and it helps wake up the libtards as well a little bit. Like, look. Do you really want all of this happening? Because it was at Chicago I was seeing. A lot of people are pissed off in Chicago, and a lot of it is the black community because they feel like their whole families and their lives and generations have been there, and they've built the city up, and now they're seeing all these illegal immigrants coming in, getting free money, free housing, and they're like, man, where's our support? Where's our help? We built this city. And it just seems to be Yeah, that's the craziest like, part is they're getting taken care of. This is off the right people. And then they turn to Trump. That that would be best best outcome scenario if it pisses them off in the right way and That's makes them start doing. to finally realize it. That's what it seems like to me. So because they do the right, it pisses the people off, and then they turn to Trump. And they're like Trump was better, and you keep hearing more and more people say that Trump was better. Yeah, I'm hearing some of the people who hated him starting to come around, especially now that they've been living and seeing how everything's been going the last you know, almost four years now, three and a half years. It's and there, it's a clear difference. Like even I have the same truck now that I had before COVID hit and everything. Before we had a new president, and to fill up my my truck, it used to be forty five dollars in Colorado. And I moved to Texas, and when I first first moved to Texas, it was like fifty five bucks. I just filled up this morning, and it's eighty five bucks. Right, so you can tell that the quality of life's not as good. Yeah, we're not getting taken care of. I got and I got friends back home that need you know certain things with assistance my own grandmother can't even get the government assistance that she needs properly but had she just walked through the southern border without an id she'd have a free hotel room to stay in she'd have her cell phone paid for she'd get a ebt food stamp card with a thousand bucks a month to spend on whatever and so that's the kind of stuff that really drives people nuts and you gotta think why are we getting flooded with that and why is money getting shoveled that direction yeah, yeah it's either probably that in my opinion to buy votes Exactly. It's the easy one is to buy votes. That's the easiest way to think the liberals, they want these people, they come in, they're dependent, and then they'll vote liberal. That's what they're hoping for. 100%, I think. But if it backfires, it can piss off a lot of people too. Let's get into Denver a little bit. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, let's go for it. Like so, let's just run um, the basics a little bit. A lot of a lot of people know about like I say, a lot of people know about Denver. One, it was built. What the one thing was? One thing that always stood out to me is it didn't really need to be built because you had a fairly workable airport not far away, right there in Denver. 
So that was the first big yeah, thing. Yeah, see, that was the, you had the Stapleton Airport. <coughs> yeah. So, yeah, we had the Stapleton Airport, and it was, for what Denver was, was essentially a flyover city. It wasn't the central hub that they, you know, play it off as, which is getting close to that. But there was some noise complaints about it, but it wasn't, I don't know what made them think that it was worth it to go spend $5 billion building a, you know, 50-mile area outside of Denver. Like, it's not even close to the city. It's pretty inconvenient. Anytime, you know, somebody asks you for a ride to the airport or to pick you up in the airport there, it's it's wildly out of the way. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. And they have 50 square miles cut off for it, too. And the airport's such a small chunk of it. You're like, what's all this land for? What's your vision for all this? What's going on? It's... Yeah, I don't know. And like, like even here in Dallas, there's two different airports and they're both five minutes from downtown, the dead center of downtown. And here we are with Denver and you have to drive an hour outside just to even get there. Um, and you have all the, once the random construction and stuff. And... Yeah. I only went through that airport once at the beginning of COVID, like, uh, was that February 2020? And there were some people, I remember, I still remember this guy. And I still think about it because you weren't told to wear a mask at this point, but this guy was wearing a mask. And just the way he was kind of like looking at people, like sometimes I wonder if people were plants or sort of like out there wearing masks on purpose in February in their airports, just sort of getting people's minds playing. Because this guy, I don't know, man, there was something that stood out about him. We locked eyes, and I was like, this is so weird. And then a month later, we were in lockdown. So that was my only time in Denver Airport. I did not get to go to the baggage claim where they have all the pictures. So, again, if you've heard the conspiracies, these are basic ones. They have crazy pictures in Denver where it looks like apocalypse-style pictures where, like, there's guys in gas masks with, like, coming after, like, the, the dove with a sword. There's pictures of, like, little kids from each nation wearing masks on their face. And so these have been shared yeah. over the Internet. You can look at them. But I heard something, like, some of this stuff got ruined recently. Did you hear this? Like, they changed it? They remodeled? Um, I mean, I was just there, and... There was a lot of remodeling going on, and they kind of play it off. It's, the way they remodel, it's funny, is they cover it up with these huge pop-up walls, and they put these posters on it to say, regular constructions or reptile people working behind these walls. Yeah, like, yeah. they're joking with you, and they say, oh, we're constructing yeah. the all-C&I. Like, it's like, they joke about it, but that's what they're poking yeah. at, and they say, <laughs> and it's a New World Order headquarters under construction and stuff, but joke, joke. The, specifically the murals that you're talking about, there was... um. Yeah. There's two of them, and one of them is showing it's like a gas mask Nazi soldier, yeah, overseeing yeah. these kids and stuff, and a dove, and um, and then there's another one where the Nazi soldier is slain and like in the ground, and those ones I didn't get to see them. They were blocked off behind the construction last time, and that was just back in um, January. Actually, I was just there, and we went look for it. My brother had never seen it; he's younger, and so I was like, "You got to come check it out." And we went, and they were covered up, so. Maybe they're moving them. Maybe they maybe they did get damaged. Okay, so it is true. Who knows? Yeah, I heard they were covered up or something, or they're changing. I don't know where I read that or heard that, but I was like, oh, I wonder if that's true. Yeah, and that's not the only weird artwork too. That's just that's probably the most notable one where everybody's heard about it.
connected. You were reconnecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go. I just lost uh, internet for a second, so should be okay. Okay, cool. connected. Um, okay. I don't know where it cut off there, but I was just saying, uh, yeah. So it sounds <laughs> like they were were actually changing the, the the whole airport. Yeah, they're moving it around, and that's not the most, or that's the most notable artwork. But there's a lot of other weird, questionable artwork around, like the you got the blue horse, you got the. Yeah, New World Airport Louis. Commission plaque. Blucifer. Blucifer, that's what it was, yeah. So you got Blucifer. You got yeah, the, the demon horse with the red eyes. Plaque. Yeah, the red eyes. Uh, he's creepy, and no one really knows. It's weird. It's, it's a, just weird art. Um, but you, I remember like a few years ago, you had a story about something a little further away from the airport, like another Blucifer or another statue. Yep. It was something I was something like that. And I was like, that was so, one I never heard before. That's Rocky Flats. That's um it's out a little bit closer in Arvada, Colorado, almost towards Boulder, Colorado, in the Flatirons, and it's uh a horse statue that's blocked off. You can't get up to it, and it's wearing a full hazmat suit, gas mask and all over the horse. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, there were, there used to be a lot of weird like experiments that would go on over there, and they say that's what the sculpture is a tribute to. But oddly enough, I went and looked around there, and there's a huge waste management, which is just a tr- local trash company out there. It's a huge facility there, and it's one of the only ones with the, an incinerator where they actually burn all the trash. And the fences to it are prison style, where they're angled inward to keep it, almost like it's to keep a trespasser from leaving versus going in getting out and that statue's right up along the edge of that same fence and that just seems super weird to me that was like the first real thing outside of dia where i was like what is going on here why is it designed that way and i have yet to find a a solid answer to that on what's going on over there rocky flats colorado it's like a secret loony bin have hidden stuff it reminds me though when you say waste management i don't know i think i think i remember saying this like when we talked like a few years ago that conspiracy with uh the semex the sem the the cement company they're all over america and they're in haiti with the clintons so it's not so crazy to think sometimes that a company can be connected and the and the, and the conspiracy is they would bury evidence or bodies sometimes in the cement it's such an easy way to get rid of stuff and so semex is all over and then if you're doing waste management or burning i don't know it doesn't seem crazy that someone evil could do something like that in my opinion but you don't know it's just a conspiracy but like you said it's sort of weird that they would have that the other big conspiracy though is dumbs connected to denver and you had a story i remember too because the- you have boring machines. There's there are real things called boring machines, and conspiracy theorists talk about those a lot. And you can research them, and they can build these tunnels underground. They totally can do it. So a lot of people think, for some reason, that this whole Denver airport has all this infrastructure underneath. And I remember you having a little story about that as well. has since branched off and started his own electrical company. And he does have, he still has government contracts to the day. He, he works in, um, outside of Pine County up in the mountains now, but he was, um, a project lead for some of the work around DIA. 
Um, this was, you know, when it was first, this is probably almost 20 years ago now. And he was telling me they were building a school that's still within DIA property, some of that 50 mile area that they blocked off. And they're building it underground and they're building blast grade concrete walls underneath the ground for these buildings, which was super crazy. It doesn't make any sense why you would need that, especially for a school that far outside of the airport, that far outside of the city. And that's not the only building where they did that. And that's not quite the craziest story, but that he told me, but it just, that was definitely questionable where he was saying, there's no reason why they should be building this level of a structure like this with no explanation. But he was working inside the airport and he said that there was very clearly a power supply going behind this, this wall that was always a secured door and blocked off. And he was, that was a different contract. They always pay different people to work on different parts of the airport. So you never got to really see like the whole picture. And he said he was working up where that door went to consistently for almost a year that he was on a project and he never saw the door open. And the one time he did finally see the door open inside of it was armed military guards, a bunch of metal equipment, medical equipment, followed by another big blast grade type door. And he said that with the electrical, the way it works, he said that it was enough to, he wouldn't be shocked if it was supplying like a small city. he's a knowledgeable guy. He knows what he's talking about. So when he said that, he said that that scared him a lot. He didn't quite understand what to think about that. And he's yet to find any answers on it. He doesn't work on any of those projects anymore. But that's just one of those things that makes you think it adds fuel to the fire because there's no reasonable explanation for that underground stuff at DIA. Yeah, no, that's creepy when you hear it too. Like, because you always hear like Dolce Base, New Mexico as well. Like you hear about like these crazy things of like underground government facilities doing like crazy experiments, which also used to always sound crazy to me. And then you start to hear about all the bio labs now everywhere all over the world. Governments have set up and are doing weird, you know, experiments just with diseases and stuff. So. <sighs> You don't always know, like, and we've been lied to so much. It's so crazy what the, you start, you know, when you start to see all the lies, it gets to this point where you're like, okay, maybe they are doing something. Uh, I don't know. If anything, I could see definitely like tunnels, boring machines. I've wondered for a long time if they have, even Elon Musk has sort of talked about it, like doing travel that way, like crazy travel under the ground. Like, are they already doing that? I don't know. And then is Denver, Colorado, a hub for some of this military activity underground? Because a lot of the conspiracies over the last few years have been dumbs as well. And what's going on under there. And I think I've read military stuff back a few years ago. There was a lot of training and money put into military units to learn how to fight underground. Oh, yeah. I read a lot about that stuff. stuff? Yeah, it's, it's happened. And the underground stuff totally exists. And that's a big rumor too, is that DIA connects straight to NORAD. And that's why a lot of high profile people have owned property outside of DIA, which on a map, if you guys ever want to research it, it's DIA's almost Aurora, Colorado, but it's, I think it's still technically is Denver, but it's out in the country. And then NORAD is all the way in Colorado Springs. So that's, it's a two hour drive difference just to get between the two. But the map, look up certain people who own property right outside of DIA and they're just owning flat land, which doesn't make a lot of sense. It's not like it's a high value area, like say Aspen or Vail, 
where a lot of celebrities own property is ski towns. It's not like that. It's farmland. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. And there's been a lot of talk about just bunkers lately too. It seems like, like elites building bunkers, Zuckerberg and people keep talking about, I don't know why he just keeps hitting Twitter feed for me. Like people keep talking about bunkers and I'm like, why are these guys all like, is, is there more crazy bunkers? And there's another place where it shows that these people or some of these bunkers exist and they can use them for different things, but it's used for storage. But it's really interesting. It was like an old mine and it's huge what they can do in there. And they have climate control in there. Like, oh, everything's, the one in Arkansas. Everything is like, yeah, maybe that's where it was. Like, there's Hollywood movies in there. So for some, for some uses, like, it's really good. Like, they have these crazy systems under the ground and huge caverns and, t- and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting for sure. I would say it's definitely a thing. You hear enough about it and you know, I mean, you see the videos, especially like you see like the the boring machines, like the videos that they're doing in China and stuff. They're they're open about the videos and they record them. They do public events for when they finally break through and see daylight. But even with DIA, it's not even a secret. It's they're openly talked about it. How they they say that the reason they went five billion dollars over budget with who knows when you try to track down who funded it it's not very clear where the money came from anyways, which also opens up a whole nother can of worms, but they say it goes down five stories and it was a old baggage claim system that they were supposed to implement. That's supposed to be state of the art. And they allegedly just scrapped the whole thing and buried it and built on top of it, which doesn't make any sense. So, you know, something's going on down there and not too far down the way, there's a VA hospital that's, it's a nice hospital and they built it up, but that also went several billion dollars over budget for no reasonable explanation. And that's only about a 20 minute drive from DIA. So you think maybe the two have something to do with each other and maybe that money was, yeah, maybe a lot of that building and that money that we're saying went over budget is really underground and that's why we're not seeing different it. Things, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I could see that. Have you ever researched even just when you're talking about underground stuff? Tartaria. I'm starting to look into this a little bit more and the idea of mud floods and a lot of there's, there's stuff underneath us from a, a while ago. And even some of the buildings like the Capitol buildings, or if they are Tartarian architecture. And one good example I think would be not a building, but the idea of it is the Easter seal, like the island, the heads, those big heads that there's more, oh, yeah. there's more under the, there's more under the ground. And so uh, people say the same thing about a lot of the buildings we're on is that, well, and obviously we see the Jews in New York lately in the tunnels, but there's people thinking even in New York that ancient Tartarian buildings, like people are showing like even the stock exchange, like how crazy some of these buildings are and the same architecture kind of exists all over the world. And they're just, even and they've torn a lot of them down, like massive hotels in California and New York used to be the same sort of architecture style, just huge buildings. But some people think that there was like a mud flood or something or even dues like in the past and they melted these buildings and then all this architecture and stuff under the ground. So maybe they're building stuff to connect it to uh, things that are already existing as well. Like that's a whole nother conspiracy theory, but I'm looking into Tartaria a little bit because 
I don't know. It's really interesting that there's this crazy buildings. We, we, some of them are still being used today, but it's like, we don't build stuff like that anymore. Like it doesn't. No, all like the old Capitol buildings and stuff and all the downtown yeah. areas. They don't, and then, they don't look or match any of our architecture nowadays, or even for the last yeah. hundred years. It's, it's like, it's unexplainable how it, like, why would we change from that? And so drastically, it's not yeah, even close. And, and, and I've seen those pictures too. They're more about energy, like energy, like energy centers with like, they all have the same yeah. like tops, you know what I mean? Like pointy tops and it's all over the world. So you might have maybe more of an Asian influence, but you still have that same peak system, the tops where they can transmit energy or data or something. And then some people are saying some of these crazy old churches, they weren't just churches. They were using like frequency to actually heal people like, like sound frequencies. And so if they had all these crazy buildings, yeah, I don't know. I just, I've been really, I've looked into the Tartaria stuff and like the unlimited energy. And there's a lot of evidence Mm. to show that we probably used to have free energy. And I'm sure you got to believe that technology is around. Like you, there's companies that take that stuff and bury it for profit. Like you, we know that you can power a car with water. Well, every time somebody designs yeah, one, they, yeah. they suicide themselves. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, you have Goodyear, the tire company, they bought the patent for a basically indestructible tire that lasts 10 years and but they don't want to sell lock it. that patent up for a for hundred years. That's never coming out to the public. And that's because they make yeah. too much money on that's what you got to believe the gas power companies and the electric companies like they there's too much money in in that for them to let us have anything for free exactly have you even heard the conspiracy like they say i gotta look into a little bit more but planes they don't even hold as much fuel as they say they do like hundreds hundreds and hundreds of liters of fuel they're like where is it all going like where does it fit on the plane and they show like graphs like look if you took as much fuel as they're saying that's going on the plane this is how much it would look like if it was in a barrel. Like, where is it going on a plane? And some people think like within Tartaria or this ancient civilization, they were using like air blimps, like uh, ships, like more like stuff like that. And some people say, I don't, I don't even know what they're trying to say with the planes. Like something like, yeah, maybe there's fuel in there, but there's not as much. And they're utilizing some ancient technology within the planes. And they're just not telling us about us. That seems a little crazy to me, but it's still just an interesting thing. Like, where's all the gas going on a plane? Have you heard that conspiracy? I don't know. We're going down the ravels on different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things no, that's one I haven't heard of. That That's one I haven't heard of. But speaking of the fuel, I, I have been an advocate. I just, my friends call me the conspiracy guy. So sometimes jokingly, they'll be like, hey, what's the latest conspiracy? You know, we're at the bar. Just last night, we were at the bar hanging out with people. It comes around, we start talking about it, just brainstorming. And the one I stand by that I've been standing by is that our fossil fuels are not fossil fuels. They say fossil fuels oh, to make no. us think it's a finite no. resource, but it's I yeah, yeah, yeah. wholeheartedly believe that's a man-made resource. Yeah, no, and that's even been proved. That's yeah. There, I forget the name of the scientist. There's a guy that he basically said, uh, "You can drill anywhere, and if, as long if you go far enough, you might not find a lot, but you'll always find oil." And he's sort of done that, like, and that's something they don't talk about. I totally believe that. There's no way, in my opinion, it's a bunch of fossil fuels because they can go back to certain spots and they find gas again, like it gets replenished somehow. Um, yeah, like water. They say there. It's like water. They say there's no water on Earth anymore. There's no more fresh water. There's so much water. Like we haven't even like the underneath water that just comes up. Like we don't even tap into that anywhere. 
Like we get smart. Yeah, the water doesn't go anywhere. It's not evaporating out. Like no, it's but it's here. natural spring water. I think it's called uh, primary water. It's called. They don't teach people about it. And I remember reading about this stuff. It's like everywhere. Primary water is like almost everywhere. And we've gotten so dependent on fluoride tap water that you know they don't even talk about these things anymore. You don't talk about primary water barely. We just get your water from the government. You know, turn on your yeah. tap water and. Well, tomorrow. they have those machines that they're taking to, like, you see the videos in, like, Africa, they're bringing these huge machines, like, the size of, like, a truck, and it pulls water out of the air, and it can make, like, a gallon yeah, of water in, like, that. 10 minutes just from yeah. running the air through it. That's an untapped resource, yeah. too. Like, yeah. it's all, the conspiracy head in me, they knows that everything is controlled for profit. You, you can't yeah, deny it. More than enough everywhere food, you look. There's more than enough water on this planet. They say we're overpopulated and all this stuff. It's like, man, they say there's not enough, there's too much carbon, but it's like we're like a couple percentage points away from like, if you get to like, forgive me on the zero, if it's like, it's like point, I think we're like our atmosphere. I was something reading, it was like point zero zero four or point zero zero three is the percentage of our atmosphere is carbon. But if it gets to like point zero zero two, that's when things start to die. Like that's when trees, like plants will start to die. It's like, man, like everything is like being pushed the wrong way. And everyone's like, no, we got to reduce the carbon. I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't, I don't see it, but this is where we're this is what we're being taught like stupid things and people get so brainwashed and they just go with it but anyway talk about brainwashing i know you're a big nfl guy but i keep seeing all this stuff like you saw all this taylor swift stuff kelchi guy this this whole playoffs oh yeah oh my god it was way too scripted for me and okay this is what i feel like right now is going on in the world the propaganda is getting so it's slowly getting more and more ridiculous. And it's like some people are turning away from it, but maybe not enough. But it's like how more ridiculous does some of this propaganda have to get before people are like, no, this is retarded. Like I think I was reading somewhere like in, in Russia and in communism, it was like people were starving to death, but in the newspapers it was like we're having the best grain year yield, the farmers are having the best year. And everyone would talk about it's like, yes, repeat the propaganda, but you're what you're living and you kind of see that in America, like they'll say, Oh, there's no inflation. But you just said every gas is doubled. Canada's the same thing. Food is doubled. Yeah. The t- politician, the politicians in the news, is like, no, 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 inflation is no big deal. And rich people on TV, ah, no, it's no big deal. Like, but everyone else is like, holy fuck, this sucks. <laughs> I can't afford anything. Like, this is the worst experience. Some people just like, refuse to think for themselves anything. and acknowledge it. They're just brain like that. Like the NFL being scripted, it could be right in front of you. But if the media or the news or or you know your friend tells you that it's not, some people are just incapable of questioning that and thinking for themselves. It's that's the crazy part. But the NFL one is what gets me too because I'm a big I'm wearing a Denver Broncos hat right now. Yeah, exactly. uh, You know. Even though I love football, I'm starting to question it, and I, I'm a huge gambler on football too. So I, I bet all the all the props for the games and everything. And well, I, I did I put was, money I on San Francisco to win it, but I don't know. I, I didn't I, think I, that I, either I was, one of those teams was going to be there in the end. But I felt like once when Taylor the Swift that guy was getting pushed. I felt like when those two were getting pushed, I was like, those guys are going to win. Like, I was like, this is like too easy to call almost. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. But the, but that's what's always crazy. Because the ratings. 
were out the roof, were they? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it at all. But every every Chiefs game that had Taylor Swift on it had incredible ratings, and so they started pushing it more and more. And the Chiefs season, once they started featuring her, started taking a turn. The Chiefs did not have a good start. They had a Super Bowl hangover. Suspiciously enough, they start winning games back to true form, even without half the weapons they had on the field from the year before. As soon as the ratings get a bump because Taylor Swift starts making it to the games, next thing you know, she's at every game to the point where they got her flying from Australia overnight to make it to Just Vegas to for the Super Bowl oh, to fly back out to Japan the next day. She flew in from Australia that's... overnight, watched the game, and then was featured on it. Did the you know the Super Bowl post game show, and then the next morning flew out to like Japan. So, and I, you gotta know okay. it's for ratings. Like it's so clear. Okay, okay, okay. But this is what I okay. I, I save this. I'm looking at some old notes I do in my Discord channel. So last podcast, I asked the, my guest about the number 33 because you use that a lot. See that a lot of times with Freemasons and all that stuff. And I said I asked his opinion, like, what do you think 33 means? And he he thinks it refers to one third of the angels falling. Um, and then in the Super Bowl. You had Patrick Mahomes ends the game with 333 yards passing. The Chiefs win by three points with three seconds left. And the address of the stadium is 3333 Al Davis Way. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, the number stuff is – I didn't know that the 33 was tied into the Super Bowl stuff like that. I mean, I've heard quite a bit about it. Um, But, no, that's – it just adds to the fire that it's all stupid and controlled. It's one or the other. It's hard to believe that that kind of stuff's a coincidence, especially when and then I th- a Super Bowl is planned, certain calls are made to within the game to like very questionable calls that very clearly dictate the outcome of the game. So you got to think maybe they hit that mark and we're like, okay, we're not passing anymore. Now you got to fumble it or something so we can stay at this because it's all about symbolism. Yeah, and have you ever watched uh, like the WWE? Everyone knows that fake. It's fake. It's scripted. But at the same time, yeah. these are, they're they're physical guys. Like the people are getting hurt. Like there there is real physical abilities here. But you'll see sometimes, and like they'll they'll signal each other, like go up, go down, so they know how to tackle each other, so they don't really hurt each other. I mean, obviously, it happens at times. Times, but they but they have ways of communicating while they're fighting. To sort of, you know, do what I'm saying. So they know I'm going up, you go down. And someone was showing on Twitter the same sort of thing. Like the quarterback was running forward and he like pointed up. You could see a clear communication or he pointed one way and then the other player went down and then he went this way. And I was like, I was like, okay, that, that looks scripted. And then there's been real, um, interviews like sort of people in the stadium interviewing and this one player was like oh yeah i was so pissed off i got my script i got my nfl script and i gotta go down the last game with an achilles and you know you gotta do it because that's what's good for the league and if it's good for the league you know it's good for everyone and i was like is this stuff true i don't know and people are pointing out that maybe the nfl is the only sports league outside of the wwe that is registered as entertainment so legally they can dictate or try to control it in a way and it wouldn't be considered illegal because it's entertainment 
versus maybe some other sports leagues where they're they're that's what their I guess their business model is sports. So I don't know if that's what I'm hearing. I don't know if other people have been hearing that. And I haven't done like full research on it, but some of it, like like I'm saying, like I mean, it's starting to look that way a little bit. Yeah. Well, you have there was a stat with like one of the referees who had a drastically lower number of penalties called against the home team um, and specifically against the Chiefs. And that's the exact ref that they chose to run it for the Super Bowl. So you get and they they won't call a holding penalty all game. But then when when the spread is on the line for Vegas to hit, they'll call a penalty that they haven't called all game. And next thing you know, or there was a game this season where the game was over, the team had won. I forget which team. Maybe it was the Rams, I think. And they went ahead and just kicked an extra field goal anyways and ran the play, and there was no reason to other than that hit the spread. What? Okay. That's the only reason. That three points made it hit for Vegas. But then at the very beginning of the season, you have Aaron Rodgers, who was an anti-Big Pharma guy. Yeah, he didn't probably the, the yeah. face of – yeah, and then he now works for Johnson & Johnson, who owns the Jets. And the very first drive, he goes down with an Achilles five minutes into the game after all the hype. And there's two conspiracies on that that I've seen. One is that he faked it to get back to Johnson & Johnson for all the vaccine yeah. stuff because it guaranteed his pay from them. So basically he was just saying, you know, screw you, you're screw paying me, and now I'm not playing for you. Yeah, and then the other one was – you can see it when he, when he goes down, he's sitting down, and on the sidelines, it looks like somebody's giving him a cue to stay down. He shakes his head like, no, nah, I don't want to. And they say, yeah, you got to stay down. And his face changes down. to like, oh, shit, like I don't want to do it. And he gets all mad. And he, he still gets up and walks himself off the field, but he looks like he gets pissed off that he has to stay down. And they're giving the call like, no, this is your cue, stay down. So then all year he's on podcasts uh, saying stuff. Yeah, and then he has record breaking. I've never listened to him. I see clips. I see clips. Yeah. Well, then he's uh, he's supposed to be he's allegedly having the fastest Achilles recovery time that we've ever seen in a pro athlete, and he was almost ready to go for the end of the season when he tore his Achilles on week one. That's usually over a year long recovery, and he supposedly did it in four and a half months. Hmm. So that's kind of just that's shield of the fire on that one. Proving, I I mean, I don't think he actually tore it, and I'm a big NFL guy, and. I love Aaron Rodgers too. He's one of my favorite players, but maybe it was down frequency because there's, you know, there's a lot of healing factors in that. But a lot of people believe you listen to plants and stuff like that. I do it sometimes. I listen to uh, like on just even on your music app. If you have a music app, you can type in like uh, healing frequencies or. And you'll get the different like five thirty eight, four thirty two, whatever. You can choose different ones, and some yeah. are meant to. Some are supposedly like they they drive things and like was it i don't know like they just they're supposed to be for healing and stuff and i've talked about that on this show a long time ago like the yeah. frequency we the frequency on the radio we listen to is not good like it's meant to sort of irritate you and probably give you anxiety a little bit and it's it's i think it's done on purpose uh, that's how they record music these days yeah that is true they've yeah. changed the the, the hertz that, that yeah, yeah the music yeah. is recorded in now um, and they, they, well, they have those healing chambers, uh, forget what they're called, but I think they're illegal in the United States. Like you can't have one right, or you have to get permits for it. And if you, if you do get one, you can't, but if you get caught letting somebody else use it, you can go to jail. Really? Yeah. Forget what, cha- it's some sort of a chamber and, and it's, I'm not sure what it does in there. And I was just watching a video on it too. And they're really hard to get here. Um, and they, 
yeah, I'd have to dig into that one a little farther, but it goes along those lines of like a frequency. Well, there's some picture. Yeah, there's oscillator. Is it called an oscillator? I think that's what I was reading. It could about. be. Even, even uh, Tesla was sitting in front of an oscillator and someone was th- showing pictures and they're like, is this ancient Tartaria technology? People sitting in so- these coils and then they shoot a wave at certain waves at them. And I guess I, and I was reading too, there's even some doctors today that are still practicing with this. And some people are like, it's coming back a little bit. People are looking into it. And I don't think that's so crazy to look into different things because a lot of the medicine, especially after COVID is like, how do you trust some of this shit? Like you got rammed down our throats. How do you go back and say, man, like, I don't think I'll ever get a vaccine again in my life. I've had them before COVID, but I refuse, you know, you got them when you're a kid and stuff. It was just normal life. I didn't get yeah. all of them. I didn't get all of them when I was a kid. I remember there were some, my parents were just like, no, no, we're not letting that ha- go into our kids. But I remember like my getting something when I was in kindergarten. My, I couldn't even move my damn arm. Like I got so sick after it. But, you know, after COVID, I don't, I would never take a vaccine, man. Like, well, they're saying that they're going to put the, the COVID vaccine and blend it into their other shots now. So how yeah, can you trust one us? Yeah, I don't want mRNA. I'm, I'm very against it. I just I don't. Trust yeah, I want my DNA to be intact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and even like the more I think about DNA, like the food we eat at the grocery stores. If you're eating healthy food and getting like proper amount of sunshine, that's good for your DNA. And everything we're doing is like bad for our dna right now like it's gonna make you sick it's gonna make you age faster probably i don't it's just everything we're doing is wrong for our dna everything these guys have pushed on us is so bad dependency man it's hard to break away from it too because even like you go and you think you're getting you know an apple from the store if you're not paying attention that apple's got a wax coating on it it's yeah, probably some sort of a gmo coat. like you have to pay attention you have to pay attention, but everything we're eating is poisoning us in one way or another, and it's almost impossible to escape it. Even if you try to grow your own food, even the source from the seeds from those food is not a natural yeah, source. Yeah, you have to look at all that. I've been trying to think of that, too. Like, So one thing about my journey is I would say where I am right now, life is more like, – their culture is really based around food, and like farm-to-table is like a way of life. It's not – trend like you see in like certain places i guess and it's like man it makes such a big difference when and i was even trying to explain it like we are getting our eggs from down the road and i can see the chickens running around outside in the sun eating bugs eating things like healthy and i was just trying to like you know when you go in canada or somewhere and it says free range that doesn't mean that's what you're getting like they have changed the definitions of what free range can be. Like in your head, you're like, oh yeah, they're totally running around outside and healthy chickens. Free range and organic, that doesn't even necessarily mean that what you think it anymore in Canada and different places. It's like they just slap these labels on them and you're like, no, it's not what you, I don't know. It's just not what you thought <laughs> thinking you're buying. Yeah. It's, it's, you have to just, it's, it's almost, some people might think it's too time consuming and so they'll just go with what they can get their hands on. But in the long run, it's worth it if you can just research it and figure out what you're eating, what you're putting into your body. It's all meant to poison us. It's all meant to keep us down. We're not willing to fight. And you see all these elites, like NFL players, like they heal faster. And the reason like they can do what they do is because they eat right. They pay people to make a nutritional diet for them. So they have a lot of science behind it. 
they won't eat they they won't eat a piece of bread from the store like what we buy like a loaf of bread they wouldn't touch that and that's why Dude, you don't you know see these people from... dying of sickness and stuff all the time they put like human hair in i was reading somewhere they put human hair in some of the bread to keep it to preserve it longer like they put weird ingredients like if you don't know what that weird word is like and you research it sometimes it's like what the hell are they doing it i'm like man it's so refreshing sometimes just to like know where your food's coming from and i swear like this is why i think more people as you wake up this is why i think you might see people start leaving the city especially if you own like a million dollar condo that is like 500 square foot and you can go somewhere and get like a nice piece of land when you wake up you might be like maybe i don't want to live in this cookie box overvalued 15 minute city coming my way and maybe i want some of my own independence (laughs) my own food that i can trust a little bit that's where i wonder if this trend is going to go to maybe if you get tap into free energy down the road same thing like man that would be so cool like having free energy and like a big property you could just do whatever the hell you want man like you could grow things you can have a farm so much easier yeah. free energy. You can collect rainwater. Nobody can tell you what. Yeah, you, can <laughs> you can't you can even collect rainwater here without going to jail yeah, for they, it. They get in trouble. They don't even want you collecting rainwater anymore. It's gotten so ridiculous with governments. Okay, so you've listened to this show for a long time. I'm pretty. I've been pretty vocal. I've changed my mind on different things. What do you think about crypto CBDC? This is a huge topic right now. I'm going to ask you just a couple couple big topics. And then if you want to ask me anything, ask me anything. But I kind sure. of want to get people's feelings on this stuff because I'm into crypto a little bit, but I can see the danger of it too. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I've listened to all the episodes. Every I think every, I don't think there's one I've missed, honestly, now. Um, at the crypto one, like, it's hard for me to grasp. Like, I got my brother who lives with me. He's in college and he's going to college for computer science and cybersecurity. And he's huge on crypto. He's always talking about trying to like mine crypto. He's talking about the benefits of it. And here I am, and I cannot wrap my head around it. I just haven't been able to grasp exactly what it is. The only thing I know for sure that I'm afraid of is a cashless society yeah, where yeah. our purchases can be controlled and or access to our money can be shut off. Maybe because we have a negative social credit score like they do in China, or mm-hmm. if you don't pay a traffic ticket or you don't get the shot. That's what I see at the end of the tracks when it comes to the digital currency. But I also don't know enough about it to know, or I guess I haven't been able to wrap my head around it to the point where I can see the upside to make me want to go all the way through with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, there's different ways to like, there's a value to it, but then like, say like, even you just talk about politics or you want to have a little community, like you can use blockchain Let's say you start a little community or a little homestead and people are going to have different opinions, but maybe there's a big decisions coming up and the community needs to vote on it. You know, you can use, everyone can have one legal vote. It can be recorded on a blockchain. And like, so it's not just about currency. It has like, it's more about practical use. I find a lot of these blockchains is they'll have value yeah. and, invest, and investors can get rewarded but there's going to be like real, there has to be real use cases. And I think they're coming sooner than later. Like Bitcoin was just a store of value. And I, the way I see paper money, I, sometimes I think, yeah, maybe I would 
rather have Bitcoin, but I don't have Bitcoin. But I just see real world uses coming and it can be good. Uh, it can be scary. But anyway, enough about that. I've talked about that a few times. I just kind of want to get your point. Next one. Yeah. Oh, well, flat earth. I have looked into okay, the blockchain go ahead, go ahead. and I like the blockchain. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say, I do like the blockchain stuff. I know it's super secure and I think it would be really good because the voting stuff, whether you believe it's questionable or not, all I can say for sure is I've signed my signature the same way since I was 14. And two elections in a row, my ballot hasn't counted in Colorado saying signature mismatch. Hmm. And, and that's the kind of stuff that makes me think, like, what's going on here? Yeah, so I do see the upside on that kind of stuff. It can, it can be, and hopefully we can. It could be used for elections. Uh, you know, you, dead people wouldn't be able to vote. Mail and ballot, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it could fix a lot of things, like the the corruption. There's a lot of corruption. Uh, yeah, so but that's, if you don't see it yet, yeah, whatever. But. That's coming. So, and I I like that stuff. So, but on the flat earth, man, flat earth. I don't know. I I think I lost some listeners. <laughs> people jumped off the ship. This is my was, favorite one. <laughs> this is what I think. This I is my favorite people. one. Some people jumped <laughs> off the ship. I was never a flat earther, even years ago. With Gordo, like I knew about it and I talked about it. I just couldn't accept it. But last year, and I'm pretty sure there are like, uh, I would call them, like, yeah, everyone knows, I mean, I don't know, people, the ghost in the machine, they call them like PSYOP. Like, I think there's good military people out there, like pushing the truth. I think there's bad stuff out there too. But I, I couldn't, it was in my feed like all the time. And it was like NASA videos of the green screens. The, the cables and i was <laughs> like running on the outside of the ship yeah yeah but by that point you'd seen so many you know i'd seen so many lies sort of happening and around covid and the government it became very easy for me to accept that okay nasa's lying to me but i kind of like was like for like almost a year like thinking about it like a lot and i didn't really decide on anything i was like this is nuts like what is it? And I don't think I'm done my research. I want to go to concave because the concave earth, because now it's like, I've come to the belief that, yeah, whatever. Yeah. There's mountains, there's valleys, there's oceans and all that stuff. Like it's not like a flat, but I mean, it's a flat plane. Okay. Like that's what I've come to believe, but it's like, what the hell is above us is the next thing. It's like, Oh my God. It's so mind bending. But Thoughts, because like I said, I, I think some some viewers definitely jump ship. They can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw it, I saw it on some of your social media. Some people were getting a little heated in there, but it's pretty. Fun. It's, it's a divisive kind of topic. <laughs> yeah. And well, one of my group chats that I'm in with some friends, they like to hit me with the uh, rounders, you know, videos and stuff. Trying to they try to poke it, and I'm like, hey, look. I'm not a flat earther. My girlfriend likes to throw it out there as a joke. Like, oh, hey, this is, if I haven't met somebody or it's been a while, this is Andrew, he's a flat earther. I'm like, thanks, babe. I'm not necessarily, I don't know that I would say I'm a flat earther, but what I am is I definitely don't believe the science of what we're told. So I don't believe the images we see from NASA. They admit to using CGI. Yeah. I know for sure that the math doesn't add up on what the curvature of the earth is based off of how no. far you can actually see with the standard zoom yeah. camera. Like yeah. none of that makes sense. So it, it kills like, it. It, it kills it. And thousand times bigger than what we're told or is it flat? What's, what's going yeah. on here? That's what but I there's say. There's too many inconsistencies. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's something going on there. That, something's wrong. And, something's wrong. And I'm not saying flat earth has all the answers because 
there are some pretty good arguments about some things with the that you know I hear sometimes that I'm like, okay, but at this point in time, I'm like, NASA's lying their freaking teeth off. It's complete bullshit. Mom. Some of the stuff they say and like the videos of the moon landing, it's so ridiculous. Like, and some of the really oh, the moon stuff, landing stuff's like, a joke. Guy, the guy, there's this NASA video of a guy. He went up like in a helium balloon a long time ago, like, super high, and they filmed the moon and the stars. And it was just the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. And they passed it off as real video. And you're like, okay, that's a lie. So it just seems like all the, <laughs> all, the, all the space images we're seeing are at the current level that they can film or make movies. So it keeps getting better. So it's easier to fool people now. But yeah. something's wrong. There's well, a lie happening. And I was just, I have to do this. I have Google Maps. If you go to in Texas, there's uh if you go to a certain coordinate there's a building in in at the at, at NASA or whatever Houston. Houston and on on Google Street yeah but on Google Street I'll find it I, I was just looking at it on Twitter I might have saved it here and then you go to Twitter and then you go to Street View or go uh, sorry Google Maps and then you go to Street View and it says uh and you can you can see all the pictures of the International Space Station was just looking at it and i was like this is crazy like i'll try to find it but basically it has whether it's where they film everything in the international space station or they do training there's a complete mock-up of the inside of the international space station in this massive building in texas and yeah they let you tour it green screen yeah they let you tour it and there's a lot of parts in that same building though that you can't go into so it's a huge nasa you know facility for just i mean mainly touring and stuff and you go and you see it and it's honestly like the like the saturn rocket it's like mind-blowing you see that need to like my first thought was no fucking way they got this thing in the outer space there's no way the thing is the size of a skyscraper no, they're massive. They're really heavy, uh, they're <laughs> super heavy, like rockets. But that's what blew me. The one and someone was sharing. I think it was those TED guys. Uh, I had them on the podcast a couple times. The phone booth podcast is they were showing videos. Like I think that's like they made it, and you could see like the the rocket ship bouncing up and down before takeoff. Like how could this super super heavy machine be bounce? Like it's bouncing like a balloon. There's no and, way. And they're like. And they're like, dude, like these are helium. It's like a helium uh, balloon with a rocket on the bottom, probably wrapped in metal. These things go up. They look like a golf ball. It goes up and then it starts to come back down. It has clear curvature. Some people say, you know, the way the rocket moves is proof of the curvature of the Earth. It's like, man, why can't it just go straight up, straight, straight, straight to space? Why does it have to go up and come down like a golf ball? And then, so you have this, it's like a huge magician show. And I, I was rewatching one, I think it was from the 90s, where they're like, and I swear as a kid, I probably watched this because it looks so familiar. And it's like this, this rocket takes off and they go up into space and you see the rocket. And even the rocket taking off looked like Superman with the old school Superman, uh, Christopher Reeves. It looked like that sort of technology. Yeah. I'm like, that looks so stupid when I rewatch it as now. And then it goes up, and then they cut to a scene and uh, challengers in space, and then they let the, the the satellite out, but it was completely CGI. And then boom, it comes right back down into Earth, and then they see the shuttle landing, and it's just a big freaking plane. So all the plane, it just has, all they have to do is land a plane. No one goes to space. 
you just land the plane, you shoot up a rocket, and that's it's just a big it's like a magician's trick. It is a, it's a it's a grand magician's trick, and it's so grand you don't question it. You don't even think about it. And that's sort of what I think the conspiracy is. And I'm like, this is nuts. Like we're not, they're lying. Just they're lying. <laughs> so many, so many holes. And I could do a two hour pot on flat earth alone. It's the deepest one. They, but you're not, a flat all of it. but you just know. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just know, like, I just like the question because I'm going to keep digging into it until I find an answer that makes sense to me. Cause as far, far as I'm concerned yeah. right now, None of what I'm told makes any sense. Just getting out and looking around, it does. Like I look out there and I think, just looking at it, the moon and the sun are the same size. Yeah. What is the odds that the moon, the moon, there's the sun is millions of miles away? To be the same size. Years. And it just so happens that they line up perfectly to be the same size. They they can cover each other. I don't know. That's that's one of the ones I look and I'm like, okay, that's a little too crazy or the way the sun rays come in through the clouds make a lot more sense when you look at some of the experiments of a local sun you're like whoa yeah. enough to question it i'm no scientist you know i'm not no. I'm a, but it's like I'm learning, a, like when you can see <laughs> that but when you can see the lies coming from nasa and what they teach you it's just like man i was what i was watching something on the news today I think it was about that stupid, the new space, this thing that just landed on the moon. All of a sudden, everyone's going to the moon the last three months. Everything's landing on the moon again. And it was like, today's one that the U.S. got back to the moon. And everything is CGI. Like, there's no real footage. Like, why can't we zoom in from Earth? Like, why can't we see it? Yeah. If we have satellite, If we have satellites in space, why aren't any satellites going around the moon and filming this well, shit? Like, if we have satellites in space, why is NASA the number one buyer of helium? Exactly. And this is the other thing with helium. So maybe they're okay. So you have the conspiracy that the helium is used for satellites. Okay. So satellites go up on huge helium balloons. Then there's the possibility our space or rock, some of these rockets, just massive helium balloons with a rocket on the bottom. So they can go in the air. And then I was watching today. Because if the firmament is something very cold, what is it? The higher you go, the colder it gets. That's that's so what's the same knows. color as frozen oxygen. Yeah, but then if you're using helium, it's one of the only liquids or gases that doesn't freeze. So like even when we oh. see those crazy for when we see these crazy formations of uh, the Tesla rockets, and everyone's like, "What is that in the sky?" And we see all these weird gases. Someone was showing how helium reacts when it hits something, but it can't freeze or it gets to so cold that it's almost freezing, but you can never quite freeze helium in experiments or something. So it's like, and they were kind of questioning, are they trying to get through the firmament with helium? And is that why we're seeing what we're seeing? They're, they're using helium to try to get through to it, through it because they can't get through it. That, that was very interesting to me. And we don't have the firmament buyers of helium. Yeah, they, that's and with no real explanation. Other, like, sure, maybe you're doing some, yeah. you know, experimental satellites Experience. and weather balloons and whatnot, but not enough to be the number one you know, buyer by that large. Make a funny voice so many times. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. firmament is like one of the things that catches my interest the most because you see things on like an amateur telescope and you look through, and 
when you look at the stars, one, they don't move, which doesn't make any sense if we're flying through space like we are. They look like they're through water. It looks like you're looking through a glass of water. No. Right? That's what it's called. And so the nether, um, yeah, there's another experiment. It's called, oh, I'm going to say the word wrong, sonuluminescence. So basically, it takes a sound frequency, and when it's in water, it creates a little star, and people can make this is this is an experiment you can do. You can create your own little pulsar star, like you can make your own little star in the water, and then when you look up and when you see these videos, what you're talking about zooming in, that's exactly what it freaking looks like. It looks like a star, it does. like something in the water. It absolutely and I, like, looks like water, and then even someone. Oh, this one, this this one really blew my mind because I like comments. I like comments; they're really cool. But someone was like, "Man, imagine like a bigger gap in water and light coming through it. That's what a comet looks like." And I'm like, and they showed up, and I was like, "Oh my gosh! Like that is kind of what it looks like. Like what is going?" And this is the crazy thing. So, like when you start to imagine that, and know that you're being lied to, it's not that you have all the answers and you're a know-it-all. You're just like, what the hell is going on? Because we're brave enough to admit that we're being lied to. And it's so easy just to go along with the propaganda right now because most of us have been doing it our whole lives. And like, okay, so I I don't even care if I'm wrong about Flat Earth. I just know I'm right. I'm being lied to. And yeah, it makes more sense than I'm. Sta- it makes more sense than I'm standing on something flat. But I have no idea now what's above us. I think the sun and the moon are electromagnetic somehow, especially the sun. I think it's smaller than what we're told. I think it's closer than what we're told. And then the moon, I don't know what the hell it is. It's like, like it, yeah, I think I the moon know. emits its own light. That's for sure. Oh, totally. I don't totally. think the moon is reflecting totally. light from. Like, why don't I see rocks shining the same way I see the moon shining? If that's what the moon is, is a Remember rock. when they were walking on the moon in the videos and they have all the dust? If they're in this crazy yeah. vacuum of space, like why is there all this dust on the moon? Like why isn't the dust floated away and like like solar winds and all these other things? Like why is it dusty? Like is there enough gravity on the little moon just to hold the dust? I don't know. It just seems stupid. But it's not adding up, that's for sure. <laughs> well, maybe my I'm favorite wrong. one this about the moon, <laughs> this is one I was trying to show my friends to, you know, show them, maybe just make them think a little bit, make them maybe think I'm a little less crazy. Where I don't necessarily care if they think I'm crazy or not. I'm just trying to help open their minds a little. Is when you look at the moon, the shadow of the moon, when it's in its phases, well, it doesn't line up with what they say is the Earth casting a shadow on the moon. But what it does no, line no, up no, with, no, and I've no. seen this, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, but I've seen quite a few videos of it now, especially since I've gone searching for them after the first one I saw. If the moon was a bowl, and you take the bowl and you put it into yeah, yeah. water, yeah. Yeah. as you tilt it, it makes a crescent shape. And as you bring it back out the other side, it shows a crescent on the other side. As you dip, like if you're pivoting the moon into a bowl of water, it creates the phases of the yeah. moon. So they, they filled a bucket of water, dyed the water black to show it, and it did a white bowl yeah. and pushed it through there, and it looked exactly like the moon in the phases of the moon. And if you... Yeah, exactly. I'm not the most that. religious person, but I grew up in a religious household with my dad and all that. If you watch, listen to the Bible, they say, there's the waters above, it's there's the waters below. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then the other thing about the moon is it is see-through. Because there are pictures that have been taken recently where you can clearly see a star or during one of the, uh, 
was it the last um, solar eclipse or something like that, or with the moon, lunar eclipse, I guess. And then uh, the you could it was something either plasma or something came through, or maybe it was like like the water or the light, and something came through the moon. You could clearly see through it. And then the other conspiracy is when you look at the Middle Eastern flags, they always have a crescent moon with a star, and the star can be seen. Like if the moon was a full circle on the flag, you wouldn't you be able see to see there's a salt. You shouldn't be able to see the star. But that's the photo people have been posting lately is sometimes when you take a picture of the moon, you can see a star where you shouldn't be able to see a star. And is that why some of these Middle Eastern flags have the crescent moon with a star is because they've we've seen this before. People in the past knew that you could see through the moon as well. And that's why it's on the flag. That's wild. I never heard of that one. That makes me want to go look at the moon tonight and see what I see. Oh, dude, That's a wild. It's so beautiful the last few days. The moon is so beautiful the last days. It's been full, and I got this awesome view. And I've been waking up in the morning, and it's like over the ocean. And you can see the light just coming down locally right above the ocean. It's not this crazy thing. And then, like, sometimes the sun is out, and I can see the moon out at the same time. And if the sun is so big and so far away, why is only half of it lit up? Like it's the whole thing should be lit up if the sun is directly pointing at it and it's right in its path. Only half. Of well, it. the only, only reason you see faces of the moon allegedly is because of the Earth's shadow. So if you can see both at the same time, exactly. The but when the yeah, when I'm seeing both at the same time, how is the shadow of the Earth in front of it? Because I can clearly see the sun right here. I can clearly see the moon right there. So it's yeah. I think it's more local. It's it's a yeah. That one's. Yeah. That one's a good one. Conque. That's the hard one, man. You got to, it's not easy. Like trying to like with all the lies out there, like how do you, there's some really smart flat earthers out there. Like if you think some of these gold <laughs> people are smart, I've listened, I've had to turn it off, man. I'm like, I'm listening to these flat earth. I'm like, I'm like, dude, these guys know their shit. I'm like, they're way over my head. I'm like, I got to like slow down and go. <laughs> with this stuff these guys are smart and they've been arguing for it a while. And they are. Smart. Yeah. There's some good ones out there. There's some good in-depth material out there for the flat art stuff that'll definitely make you question it. And now I'm starting to have other people send me videos and they're like, dude, what do you think of this? Because this is making me think. And I'm like, well, there you go. Welcome to my world. Start thinking. Yeah, you start thinking. So, well, stop. We have that total eclipse that's coming to Texas. It's supposed to be, mm, uh, it's actually not too far from me, but. I was thinking about going to try to view that, but I heard it's supposed to be crazy with the people, and I don't know that I want to be in that kind of a crowd. So it's and, coming up in April, and there's already stuff happening. Like People are saying schools and people are they're pre-planning to close down. I don't think they've done that before. Um, so the last eclipse, I talked about this on my show, it went through a whole bunch of cities called Salem, and it started in Oregon. Okay. And because this one is like the everyone's talking X marks the spot, it makes an X across America. The next one, or this one coming up, I guess, is going through a bunch of cities called Nineveh. And the reason Nineveh and Salem are interesting is because Salem means peace, but then Nineveh is like linked to the story of Jonah and the whale. And Jonah was trying to warn the people, like, man, you guys better turn from your ways or destruction is coming your way. Like, you guys are in real freaking trouble. And it's like, if you don't wake up and turn back to God, you know, God will move, move his protection, his hand off you, and you guys are going to be destroyed. And this is the kind of Old Testament, maybe a little more brutal back then. But it's like, 
you what do you see happening in America and Canada? We just talked about at the beginning of the show the demise of the liberal, the drugs, the anti-god, like everything. Like I've been trying to tell people. So in Greece here, they just legalized gay marriage, and I was having conversations with some people. I'm like, man, I saw this happen in Canada and America. Now, I'm not against you if you're gay. I, I, you live your life. It's not for me to judge, but. You know, like what I've seen happen in Canada and what I am against is the grooming of children, pedophiles hiding in LGBT groups. They always got to go in there. And then you have drags dressing up, uh, you know, and going to libraries and grooming children. They'll never go to a prison because it's such a community, good community service. They'll never go to a prison, though, or they'll old folks. Home. <laughs> it's always just children, you know. And now you have like thousand percent infold take of these transgender mutilation sites. And you have more and more kids and more and more doctors all going along with this cutting dicks off of three like you know that like little kids and i was trying to explain it to people here and i'm like look maybe gay marriage isn't the fucking thing that ruins your society but watch what happens in 10 years like i hope it doesn't happen here because i think it's gone especially canada man like people are like fighting fighting and screaming and like losing their minds like let my kid chop their dick off and it's like what the <laughs> fuck man like what is happening now in this world and yeah it's so, getting a little out of hand like 10 years ago 20 years ago you'd be like you're nuts you want to chop your dick off now was, i don't know man i just we'll see what happens but i kind of like so talking about nineveh talking about uh how does this stuff happen in our day and age? We are screwing around with our DNA. You got all this crazy sin happening. I've talked about Hale Bob Comet. Now you got this freaking thing going through Nineveh cities. Like, if this isn't a wake up call, a warning call, like, wake up. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And it kind of scares me that some people want to close the schools and everything down because are they worried too? What's coming? <laughs> Well, I looked into some of the school stuff, and it's not the first time it happened. So during the last eclipse, oh, okay. they so did shut down some schools for viewing. So cause I was yeah, like, whoa, whoa, viewing. whoa, why yeah, are they closing yeah, down yeah. schools? So they closed it for viewing, and not all the schools are closed, but the ones that are in the direct line are going to be closed. And, and it's less of – they're saying it's less for viewing and more because it's going to be really hard to navigate the town. So they don't want the local citizens to have to – worry about getting to school with parents and stuff because they're, they're expecting 300,000 plus tourists over that weekend. Just and so it's, they just, cool. it's the anticipated chaos of the town and uh, you know, it'd be the same as not having school. Like we were just here, the Texas Rangers won the World Series for baseball and during the parade, the, the kids didn't have school. And a lot of parents were mad right. about it, but they said, well, it's because there's so much chaos. You can spend two hours on the road trying to get to class. Yeah, yeah, the teachers no, are going to have a hard time getting here. It's better to just give you guys the day. Yeah, take a day. And make it easy. So once I saw that, I was like, okay, that's not so bad. And that, that made me feel a little better about it, thinking that it's not the first time that they've closed the schools for it. And if they really are expected 300,000 people, I can see why it would make yeah. sense. Not to do if I was there, me. Uh, yeah, I'd want to go look at it. I'd want to look at it. Absolutely. I would. I want to. I'm just scared to go into big crowds during election years because we got false flags brewing. Well, you can. And go I don't want to be standing in that crowd. Just, just don't go in a big city. You can go somewhere else. There's a big. It's a big that's, country. That's what I think I'll do. Yeah, <laughs> you'll find me down the dirt road somewhere chilling <laughs> yeah, in the exactly. bed of my truck. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, but I'm not going to be, I'm, avo- I'm going to be avoiding big crowds for the next few months, the foreseeable future. I'll be avoiding them just because I've seen it too many times. Yeah, everything like 2024, like there's all these coincidences, the same things as 2020. Like didn't the Chiefs win in 2020? There's talk of disease X, election year. It's just way too many coincidences yep. right now. Well, it's weird. like we're getting ready to go to Vegas in May. And my girlfriend and a bunch of her, her friends, and we're all going. It's a big group of us. They're going to this big music festival. And she was like, do you want a ticket for it? I was like, I'm not. You won't catch me at a music festival that's that big. It's huge. It's a huge festival in Vegas, given what happened the last election year in Dude, Vegas. You keep bringing things up that I just saw, too. Yeah, Jason Aldean <laughs> one, okay? So someone was showing this thing yeah. like I saw. So Jason Aldean has this tattoo on his arm a uh, king and an ace, or I don't, it might be wrong, but it's like a king and an ace, like it's cards. And then there's an Illuminati game card and it talks about like a concert shooting or something. And it has the ace and the king on it, like the same cards that Jason Aldean has on his arm. That Illuminati card game is, is hard. I've looked it's into creepy. trying to get it and it's, it's hard to get your hands on it, but it is eerily accurate. I didn't know about the ace and the king one. Yeah, I just saw that the other day, and I was like, oh. And then there's still the conspiracy. Like, there was helicopter shooting. And uh, no, someone was showing it was, like, a massive machine gun shooting, not the gun they said it was shooting from the the hotel. It was oh, this exactly. is the sound of the gun being shot in Vegas. It was not the gun they said was being used out of the hotel room. It sounded more like probably like a machine gun, like some guys would carry or something you would put on a helicopter. And, like, the guys that send, shoot outside of it, like, send on the outside and shoot. Like, it was, I don't know. It was not the gun. They yeah, had. well, and there's no way one single shooter could have fired as many bullets as got fired. And they were coming from different directions. Just like, yeah, one one shooter for that one. Mm-hmm. If you go and look at everything and all the evidence, and you can't believe any of the reports. But that's why it's too much. Our government's very, it's, our government is too comfortable with harming its own citizens for me to want to play around with that when tensions are this hot yeah they're okay you won't catch me doing right it now, that's for sure oh, they've always okay. been okay with it they're just a pretty good almost chat. more out in the open <laughs> you got any questions for me anything you want to say i've 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 talked about crazy stuff my crazy story i don't know if people believe me i don't know if people think i've made it all up but any questions for me anything i enjoyed chatting to you tonight for sure no i mean just yeah, gonna keep following anything that's coming out. It's always good entertaining stuff. I'm happy to be on the pod and finally get some content out there. And always love chatting about different things. And your you story. Had a, I, you I, had a pod like two years ago. Yeah, it was a. What was a? And we don't have a lot of the recordings anymore. It was when I was in Colorado. We just did. It was. It was okay. a political pod. It, and it was just talking about how you know we're. Uh, well, I did, I've done some football stuff with my, my brothers where we've talked and stuff, and that was yeah. – we, we got into football, and then we're really big on hockey, and it, we definitely talk about football more than anything. And what we did was we would re- live stream our Madden games that we would play, and we would mimic the actual NFL oh, season and give our takes on it and do live sports talk while we're live streaming the games. And it got a decent following, and it was good stuff. And maybe we'll get back into it, but since he's got – two kids now and and we all moved and stuff it's been really hectic to even get on and and find the time to do that so you know what i'm talking about it gets a little hectic yeah life so we want to keep it going 
dive back into it more now that things are starting to settle. And now we've all relocated. My whole family moved from Colorado to Texas, similar to the kind of move you made. And now that we're all getting settled, it's we're starting to be able to get back into doing more fun stuff and hanging out and everything. Nice. Yeah, that's that's important. I got to focus on the important things, especially the next few years. I really think the the world's going to be crazy in good and bad ways, and focus on the good stuff. Focus on what matters. I think that's going to be important coming up. And yeah, I don't know what's coming, but I feel something's coming. Yeah, it's real. Well, that's what I preach to my whole family: just turn the damn TV off and just live in the moment the best you can. Because all the yeah. TV's going to do is force you to live in paranoia. And while something probably is brewing, stressing about it and freaking out about it, it's not going to solve anything. Yeah, you might as well. It doesn't enjoy. help. Doesn't help you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, tell my whole family okay to turn the damn TV off and go to walk. <laughs> it's okay to get some yeah, chickens get some and chicken. make some friends with your lo- make some friends with your local farmer. Make sure they know your face when you come around, and no one no one can get money out of the banks, and everyone's freaking out. I want to be able to go down to my local guy and say, "Hey, how's it going, buddy?" <laughs> yep. We'll, we'll, yep. well, there's a figure little... out when the dust settles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you need any extra hands out in the field or something, there's a cool little local farm right down the street from us, and they do. And just a little perk of country life is they got a chicken, like a box, an egg box, and you just go there and it has a little yeah. deposit thing on the side, and you drop in whatever, and and usually I throw in a five and take a carton of eggs. That's and sweet. it's that's, fresh that's eggs awesome. straight. You can see their chickens like it's you were way talking better, about. Like, that's the kind of stuff. Way better. It's like, good stuff. The, the egg, it's good it tastes stuff. way better. Way better. Yeah, no, eggs Eggs taste way better when they're like, and you know what? Support your local farmers because you're seeing it all over the world right now. Farmers are really, really struggling. Uh, Greece, they just had a massive protest. Not like uh, the same reasons maybe as in Germany and stuff and France, but they're just protesting. Everything's getting really expensive for farmers to produce food, uh, to survive. So I think it's really important. If you've got a local farmer, just go down and support them and get the best food you've had in your life for sure. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. All right, or- man. Good. Go ahead. No, my bad. I was I was gonna say. Well, uh, the other guy you had on the last spot, if he gets a pizza place going back open again, support them. He's in BC. He's got a he's got a place in BC. He said it. It's uh, in a small mountain town on the Kootenays. I forget what he said. Invermere or somewhere. I can't remember. But uh, he does have a pizza place going. And I was even watching him. He goes like the we we're talking to primary water. He goes and gets all his water from a natural spring and he uses the natural water in his dough and he swears it makes it that much better like having proper water in your dough and i was like that's really cool and i wanted i even wanted to do that a bit here a lot of the water here is already natural spring but it's uh makes a difference everything makes a difference man it's just healthier it does it does we'll support your local businesses especially after the covid stuff they need it yeah, exactly. Even if they were on the wrong side, they still need it. They're still people. They still need the help. Yeah. So, okay, no, man. man. They, I appreciate let you. Go. Man. It's been a good one. Yeah, man. You, like I said, you've been a long time listener. So I've appreciated your support over the years. Uh, you're a fun guy to chat with. So we'll keep it going and I'll see you online for sure. And good luck in Texas. And if anything crazy happens, I think Texas might be one of the first places. I was having a talk with someone else in the chat room. About Texas leaving the 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 corporation of America might be one of the first places I think that would 
Like it would sound crazy, but it could go back to the Republic of America and just leave the corporation. Like for, okay, that's why we picked it. Country. Yeah. Yeah. I think you made the right choice. <laughs> Better than Florida. I, I was <laughs> for a while there for a while from a distance. I was like, if I was going to go to America, it'd be Florida or Texas. But the way I think right now might be Texas, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we got our own power grid. We got our own military. We we're not grid or landlocked. We have enough natural resources. Nice, nice man. Yeah, a lot of people are doing it. Just don't turn it liberal. All right, man. I'm gonna let you go. Nice chatting, and uh, we'll see you around. Thanks.